they will... might walk all over you during yeah, this time. Yeah. Okay. I know you one dog more? One dog. One yeah. dog. He has enough hair for like five dogs. Oh. <laughs> I think a Corgi Beagle. I'm not oh. hundred I mean he's a rescue, so I'm not totally yeah. sure, but a Borgie. Yeah. yeah he's um, a he's a Dorgy, a Dachshund Corgi. Oh yeah. I, a lot of people will say like he looks like a Jack Russell, and I had a Jack Russell growing up, so I don't think I think he just like photographs like one kind mm-hmm. of. Hmm. Um, but he's so stocky that I think he has to yeah. be. Oh, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> there you go, Basil. Yeah. Awesome. Hi. Awesome. Okay. Uh, do you have any questions before we begin? Um, I mean, you kind of sent like general things, but yeah. I mean, are you just wanting to talk about? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in general, much, yeah. since you're kind of part of the food scene in St. Louis, sure. And I just I know most of them are like restaurant owners, so I'm like I feel like I don't have anything that yeah. interesting. No, we've had a couple bloggers and photographers here and there. Okay, so I did listen. I was actually finishing up that Alex Henry one on the way over here. Oh, cool, cool, really interesting. awesome. Yeah, awesome. he's a really interesting guy. We never got to know him too well before. Yeah, like I saw him briefly here and there, like at Nixon or places like that, but never got to talk to him. So really yeah. cool guy. Are you guys going to the dinner next week? I think so, yes. Yes, yes we are. Cool. Yep. We're going to be at the, I think, the 5 p.m. Yeah. Line. So cool. are we. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Right. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Um. Let's see. You don't have to censor yourself. I don't know if that's your MO, though, but in, ca- in case you need to throw oh, something out there. I literally, that is really embarrassing that I was like, censor, and I was thinking like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's okay. <laughs> yes. If it comes out in conversation, it's totally fine. <laughs> is there anything that you uh, don't want us to ask about or talk about? Um, I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. pretty okay. Yeah, all right, all right. How long have you been at Feast for? Um, a little over four years. Okay. okay. So it was four years, like the end of September. Yeah. So I started right around the time we expanded to a regional magazine. Okay. So gotcha. that was kind of the thinking. Obviously, it was hmm. a bigger magazine, like covering more ground. So they had to expand the staff. So yeah. they added a couple positions. Very cool. Came on. Okay. Good deal. Are we You're, rolling? Yeah. We're rolling. Let's go. Okay. Hi, Heather. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing pretty well. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming over tonight. I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, what'd you bring us to drink this evening? So I kind of if cheated. You yeah. Um, instead of bringing one drink, I brought a six pack of six different beers. Uh-huh. Um, obviously working in food and beverage, it's hard to pick one favorite. So yes. I figured this would be a fun way to pick a couple different things. I'm also very indecisive, so it kind of speaks to that. Um, yeah, so I brought a couple different beers. Um, the first one is Earthbound's Blonde. Um, and I just really like Earthbound. I feel like they do a lot of fun stuff. Um, obviously aren't afraid to take risks and do different stuff. Um, and then this next one is uh, Divided Sky from Four Hands. Um, I feel like Four Hands is one of the probably for most people in St. Louis, one of the first breweries that like I got into craft beer with. So mm-hmm. figured that would be fun. It's also my dad's favorite beer. So it's kind of a fun nod. Excellent. Um, and then this one is from Logboat in Columbia. So yeah. I went to school in Columbia. Um, unfortunately, Logboat hadn't opened yet, but I just feel like it's fun. We talk a lot about how the food and drink uh, industry has exploded in St. Louis, but I feel like in 
Columbia too. It's really fun to see how it's grown and how there are so many new restaurants and breweries and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and then this one is Second Shift uh, Hibiscus Wit, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Yep. I just love Second Shift. Um, it's like 20 degrees out, so I figured <laughs> a bright uh, beer would be good to kind of warm us up. Um, this next one is Urban Chestnuts Escape. Um, so I really like this beer. It's a tropical ale. Um, what I think is kind of fun is it has lactose in it. And huh. at first I had a couple beers with lactose that I really did not like. Um, mm. And so then this beer, I kind of thought I wouldn't like it, but I really do. So mm. it's kind of a good reminder to always keep an open mind. Yeah. I love the brandy on that can. Yes. It's really beautiful. Oh, yes. I'm definitely a sucker for <laughs> brandy in the cans. Definitely. Um, and then this last one is Long White Cloud. Uh, full disclosure, mm. this is my boyfriend's beer. So obviously oh. it has a mm. sentimental aspect. But also I just think it's fun. It's a Pilsner. I feel like Pilsners have been more popular recently. Um, it seems like it would be a really simple beer, but it's harder to brew because there's not really a lot of ways to hide the flaws. So, huh. Yeah, so Very there's cool. a good mix of beers. Yeah, for you nice. There. He works at Charlottesville. He does. Yeah. What's his position there? He's the head brewer. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. So they have two locations. So he kind of oversees production at both. Very cool. Well, once when we met, we went on a tour with uh, Gus Gus with Mike Arnold. Yeah. Huh, maybe so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, not sure. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try this one. I'll go for the second shift. You? Oh, you're inviting? Yeah. All right, cool. Sweet. I think try this one. Yes. <laughs> you you need help opening one? Or are you good? Um, your hands full. <laughs> yes. yeah, I do have my hands full with the dogs, but yeah. I think I can make room for a beer. I'll try that. Perfect. Okay. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Mm. It's nice. It's nice. Mm. Yeah, this is the way to start off on Wednesday evening. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. So, first question, Heather, is uh, just tell everyone who are you? Um, so, my name's Heather, obviously. I'm the digital editor at Beast Magazine. Um, so, we started as a St. Louis magazine, but I mentioned this before. Um, my position. I came on when we expanded to a regional magazine, so we cover St. Louis, but we also cover Kansas City, Columbia, Springfield. So I basically oversee everything digital related to the magazine. So we are a monthly print magazine, but then we obviously have a website where we're covering stories every day. So I do, I manage a team of writers kind of across the region, and then also do like our social media and that kind of stuff and kind of overseeing those digital stories, but also kind of how we're getting them out to people. Yeah. St. Louis is uh, kind of a very exciting place to be doing something like that right now. For sure. Um, I, I know I've been reading Feast for years and years, and it's just, as you said, you are expanding regionally. There's a whole lot more going on. Um, when you um, were hired on, now, how many people were in the office at that time? Oh, gosh. Um, maybe around four or five and we're at seven I think now yeah so I mean still relatively small I think Um, obviously we work with freelancers across the region which is really nice Um, I think that was a big 
uh, thing we kind of had to do moving into those other markets. I mean, you know, if a food magazine started somewhere else in the state and they were covering St. Louis restaurants, obviously people here would want people in our market writing about those restaurants. So it was really important to kind of seek out those people in those markets who really know the restaurant landscape there because mm-hmm. we're not there every day. So even though we just have a couple people in the office, we're kind of working with people all over the state. Yeah. Do you guys know your office is, is headquartered here in St. Louis, correct? We are, yes. Do you, and it's, that's a full-time staff, or do people work in Kansas City as well? Or is it just so freelancers? Our, our full-time staff is in St. Louis, and then everyone else outside of that is freelance. I see. Mm. Okay. How often do you guys travel around the state or the area? Um, around the state, um, it kind of depends. So, I mean, we, like I've mentioned, have a really small staff, so we all kind of do a little bit of everything. So the print editors work on the website. I work on the print magazine. Um, so although we do try to, you know, assign a story about a restaurant in Kansas City to a writer in Kansas City, sometimes there are those kind of like middle of the state stories where it doesn't really fit into one market. So sometimes, um... A couple of us will cover those stories, so we'll travel for those. Um, I wrote a story earlier this year about an apiary outside of Columbia um, that makes honey-infused ice cream, so mm. like I traveled for that. Um, so, and sometimes there are events, but so yeah, a decent amount. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Sit, sit, take a sit break here. You can all be edited out. It's fine. Yeah, everyone listening, talk amongst yourselves. Yes. <laughs> so is being a, a digital editor a lot different than being a print editor? It is. Um, I mean, there are a lot of things that overlap, um, but obviously the thing with digital is kind of the immediacy of it. Like they're... Yeah, 24-7. It doesn't sleep. Sure. <laughs> Which I know, I feel like people laugh about that, like even the fact that there could be breaking news as it applies to food but I mean in St. Louis we have so many publications covering food which is not a bad thing I feel like it makes us all have to do our jobs better and it also just speaks to the quality and quantity of how many restaurants and bars and breweries there are um you throw in people like us yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) so yeah there's a lot of people covering it but I mean so much to be covered and so much that still needs to be covered um so yeah I mean the biggest thing I would say with digital is kind of being deadline driven. Um, so I, before I worked at Feast, worked at KMOX News. Hmm. Um, so I was in the newsroom there. So obviously that is very deadline uh, driven. So I mean, I think that was really good experience coming into Feast. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really doing a lot of food writing there, but I think just kind of learning to write on deadline and learning to write cohesively on deadline is something that you kind of have to learn through experience. Mm. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Um, I wanted to be a vet, um, Mm. mostly because I think I thought it was just petting dogs, um, (laughs) and I love dogs, and then sadly I found out that that is not exactly what the job is. I am not good with blood or science Mm -hmm. or many of the important things that make up being a vet. Or you um, like putting an animal down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I feel like once I saw my first sad dog movie, I knew I was never cut out to be a vet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so you thought you were going to be a vet. Maybe not. So <laughs> how did your uh, career career path evolve then? 
Um, honestly, I think I just had some really good teachers, you know, who said, you seem like you really like writing. It seems like something you're good at, um, who kind of guided me on that path. So it was kind of something, I think, from a relatively early age, like probably elementary school that I knew I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say food writing, I think. So I went to Mizzou and got a journalism degree, and I think most people of my age were just grateful to get any kind of job in the industry. So I definitely didn't have my heart set on any like one specific um, field or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely happy that that's where I fall into. Yeah. What year did you graduate? 2013. Mm. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm old. <laughs> I, I, well, I guess I would have graduated in 98, but I took the long path to a bachelor's degree so I'll see oh, that sure. <laughs> okay all right um i so i hear from people mizzou has excellent journalism program they definitely do yeah um and i mean what's funny about that is so i grew up in st louis um i don't know if this is something anyone else has experienced but at least at my high school i feel like there was a lot of it just wasn't uh, it was kind of frowned upon, I guess, to go to Mizzou. It's like a party mm. school. So, I mean, I was going for journalism, which obviously is, they have a really nice program. But I feel like I just, growing up, never wanted to go to Mizzou. My whole family went there. So I just was, mm-hmm. I guess, being an annoying high yeah. schooler, not wanting to go. Um, mm-hmm. And so, as I mentioned, my family went there. So we went in town for my sister's graduation. And my mom, as moms always no best um (laughs) ended up kind of sneaking me into the journalism school while we were there Mm -hmm. and they have um so the big thing about mizzou is they have this thing they call the missouri method so whatever like sector of the journalism school you're in you get to work on like a newspaper or a magazine or a television station um and get that really like hands-on experience that Mm -hmm. maybe you wouldn't um until a couple years later if you were at a different school so um, she obviously knew that, um, and really wanted me to <laughs> kind of realize how important that was. So as I mentioned, she kind of sucked me into a building there. And then one of the students was like, Hey, are you guys lost? And she hmm. was like, Oh, I'm trying to sell her on this. So we ended up taking us on this tour for like an hour. Um, not an official tour, but I mean, it really made me realize just kind of like, it would be really stupid not to go here. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm really glad I did. Awesome. Very cool. And do you have some good party times too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great. I think Columbia too, um, is just such a cool town. Um, one thing I really love that they have in going this spring, they have the True False Film Festival. It's a documentary film festival. Um, and so they do that every year. It's usually in like end of February or early March, but they bring in a lot of um, documentaries that sometimes premiere there and a lot of cool people come in town. There's a lot of obviously really great films. Yeah, very cool. Um, do you have any interests or hobbies about yourself that no one would ever suspect? Oh gosh, <laughs> um, that no one would ever suspect. I don't know about that. I do have a dog who's very cute, who mm-hmm. I love. Yes. Featured um, prominently on your Instagram, I see. <laughs> he is, yes. What's his name? His name is Arthur. Arthur. Um, <laughs> I think he is a Corgi Beagle mix, mm-hmm. uh, so he's very cute. He sheds a lot. You hear that walking? I guess my hobby <laughs> would be cleaning up all of his hair. Yeah. Um, I think 
working at a food magazine, people probably think um, like we all have backgrounds in cooking or, you know, restaurant kitchens or something like that. Um, so I probably don't cook at home as much people as much as people would think, but um, definitely something I'm trying to do more of. So a couple of friends and I have a cookbook club. So every couple of months we'll get together and pick a different cookbook and everyone makes a recipe from it, kind of oh, potluck right style. That's a great idea. Um, yeah, so that's really fun. I feel like usually when you get a new cookbook, you maybe make a recipe at a time. You don't necessarily make several of them and put them on a table together and kind of see how they go together. So it's been really fun to kind of cook through those. Nice. I do like that idea. That's fun. What are some of the uh, books you've featured lately? So the most recent one we did, which was just a week or so ago, was Chrissy Teigen's new book, um, uh-huh. Cravings 2. And I have her first one, and I really like it, but I would say I probably like this one even more. Um, one of the dishes I made was an everything bagel breakfast bake, kind of like a strata, so that was really huh. good. Um, the first one we ever did was Ina Garten's Cooking for Jeffrey, because um, <laughs> who doesn't love Jeffrey, so yeah, that was that's really right, fun. Yes. And I mean, there are definitely ones where, you know, I've... She has a kale salad recipe in there that I make all the time because it's great. So, yeah, it's been really fun to cook through those and kind of get to know new recipes. Yeah, very cool. Um, when you go out, either with your boyfriend or with your family, and you Or just visit, your dog. Yes, or you and your dog, yes. Have a doggy date. Um, tell us about some places that you've been where you've had a dish or a meal or a drink that you think people ought to know about. Oh gosh, um, I'm sure this gets mentioned a lot because it is excellent. But I live in Demond, so I end up at Louis a lot. Um, but I mean, just everything there, they excel at. The service is obviously really great. Matt McGuire is so talented. Um, but most recently, we went this weekend because I heard that um, my sweet potato ravioli dish that I love is leaving the menu. So I was oh, like, no. I have to go have it one more time. Um, but yeah, just I mean, everything there is so great. Um, I really like that uh, gnocco they had. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a giant gnocchi, the, the nice ragout, and oh, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a bad meal there. I think the hardest thing there is trying something new because I have all these dishes that I love, but, I mean, you know nothing's going to be bad. Um, everything there is really great. Um, I go to Max a lot in Dogtown. Um, obviously, they do really great burgers um, and fries, rib fries. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other yeah. places. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. Well, it sounds like you actually make it out. A lot of people that we talk to don't actually have time to go out and eat. <laughs> They're all too busy actually working in the industry. Or... Yeah, I mean, it's nice having that be part of the job, um, getting to go new places and kind of check that out. So it's kind of a balance between like getting back to those favorite mm-hmm. places that you love and want to mm-hmm. return to and mm-hmm. kind of checking out what's new. Um, and I'm excited to check out the new menu at Lola Jean's Coffee Shop. Um, yeah, they're yeah. kind of getting more into brunch, breakfast, lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a chorizo breakfast burritos coming down there. Yeah, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Much better than just the scones. Their scones are good too. But, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Again, I feel like everything they do there is really great. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What about any? Um, well, we just talked about beer. Any beers <laughs> or cocktails in particular from a place? Um. I mean, I really, I feel like we are so lucky to have so many great breweries. Um, the fact that things like the brewery crawls, like companies that you can go on brewery crawls with exist is just a testament to how many awesome local breweries there are. 
Um, I really love Well Spent um, in mm. Midtown. They do a really nice job um, making the trek out to Scratch. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. And oh. Ava. No, we have not. Um, Scratch, is it? Wait a minute. Which one's that one? The one we haven't been to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. No, we haven't. The one where they do so, a bunch of foraging. Yeah. Oh, exactly. right. With that, we haven't That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely like you'd have to set aside kind of a day trip for yeah. it, but especially in the spring or summer mm-hmm. or maybe a random winter day when it's 75 degrees out. Yeah. Um, it's definitely worth it. It's mm-hmm. They have a really cool place. It's mm-hmm. kind of like tucked away in the woods and mm-hmm. they do a lot of botanical and foraged beers mm-hmm. and just really a lot of different stuff. Cool. Have you been to Savage? I have not yet. That we have is... not either, strangely enough. And it's like, it's weird because we, we interviewed Eli. Oh, uh, yeah. Before... Logan. Logan, yes, thank you. his first name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm horrible. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but we interviewed him before he even started it. Um, and he's just an interesting character. He's such, such a, uh, you know, uh, cooking nerd. He has, he has all these books he just studies sure. every day. Just like, uh, we should, everyone just raves about it, so they need to go there. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a good bar program, too. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. Everyone I know who has been there has said it's really great. And I think, I mean, that's a good example, too. I feel like people are saying kind of like tasty menu restaurants are kind of on their way out. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you just open that, and yeah. it's one of the best restaurants of the past year, and people are really loving it. So I think it just shows that you can't really, I, I, you can't make a ton of predictions about what will work and what won't. Yes. So yeah, I'm really excited to get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, hmm, what should I ask next? <laughs> you say that you, before you went to Feast, you were at KMOX? I was, yes. So how much of a difference in, in atmosphere and in personality was that switch over for you? Um, I mean, it was pretty different. So uh, I was the digital editor there, so in some ways it was similar. Um, so obviously it's a radio station. So a lot of my job was essentially kind of transcribing the radio broadcasts and kind of translating them into digital stories because obviously the way you read out a story on the radio isn't necessarily the way you would read a story online or in print. Um, so, I mean, it was very different in terms of environment. It's kind of like a hectic newsroom and stuff's happening all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really good experience. As I mentioned, I was there um, during the Ferguson protests. So I mean, that was mm-hmm. obviously a really chaotic um, time and just kind of seeing all the reporting that uh, the people there were doing was really impressive. And again, just learning to write on deadline and do that kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. in a really breaking news environment was just kind of experience you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So then, as much as you uh, can share with us, what are some of the basic tenets of the food writing or food media? The basic tenets of food writing? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I will say a big distinction between, like, I'm not a restaurant critic. The people who work, who I work with at Feast are not restaurant critics. Um, and I think that there's a very big difference between what we do and what, you know, Ian Frobe at the Post-Dispatch or Cheryl do, and I have so much respect for both of them. I think they're so talented. Um, so, I mean, there's just the style of writing they do. Obviously, it's criticism. Um, so, I mean, our stories are more kind of from the lens of talking to people and kind of topical-based um, as opposed to really, like, getting down to the nitty-gritty of, like, how a dish is prepared, was it prepared, how it should be. Um, but, yeah, I guess as far as 
basic tenets of food writing. I don't really... Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, are there... Is there a specific quote-unquote critic for Feast? No. So, I mean, no. that is okay. something uh, that we do that's different. We do not have any criticism. Um, gotcha. so we don't have any kind of negative reviews, I suppose yeah. you would say. Um, if we have a bad experience at a restaurant, which is pretty few and far between. Um, we're probably just not going to cover it in the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how we work it, too. Sure. Yeah, yeah. we don't, we don't blog, blog or post about something. If it's gonna, if we don't like it, we're not going to say, this is terrible. Here, here's a picture of it. And it's like, yeah. Every place we post this, somebody should, somebody should go. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Even place we don't like, people should still go there. Because that's someone's job. Mm-hmm. Of it, so. Yeah. Any uh, particularly memorable stories that you've written over the years? Um... Yeah, I mean, obviously there are a lot. Um, I think probably the ones I've written for the print magazine stand out a little bit more just because you do have a little more luxury of time and kind of spending more time with the sources and stuff like that. Um, There was one a year or so ago, um, (laughs) like every summer we do an issue that it started as a joke, um, but now we call it our summer spectacular and it's just (laughs) like everything you would think of for the summer, like hot dogs and burgers and snow cones and ice cream. So a couple summers ago, I wrote a story about Rio Syrup Company. Mm. And so they um, are based in this building in St. Louis, and they make uh, snow cone syrup. And what is crazy is they supply people all over the country. I think they have some international clients. Um, What is, like, really funny is they supply a lot of places in Hawaii, so you could be, like, on the beach in Hawaii eating a snow cone. (laughs) It was Part of it was made in St. Louis. Um, but it's a family-run business, and they started um, in, like, the 20s as, like, a movie theater concession, mm-hmm. and it kind of evolved over time into what it is now. So, yeah, that was a really fun one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah that was it, – it's very interesting. Just those small mom-and-pop businesses are still going, like, 100 years later. Yeah, yeah. Well, like exactly. Like the World's Fair Donuts nearby here. Oh, yeah. yeah that's just uh, – I just love that place. Mm-hmm. I used to live uh, walking distance from it. Like, right, right, right Oh, that would be gardens. dangerous. Yeah, basically every Saturday I'd walk over there, get a, get a donuts and coffee and walk back and just, you know, relax, eat my donut and my coffee and, you know, just then go out and uh, walk around the town. It, it was a beautiful day. It wasn't that probably watch TV. But sure. <laughs> pet cats for a while, but, <clears throat> yeah, it's a uh, – I remember when she, uh, I can't remember her name, the uh, lady who works there, uh, part of the, the wife and husband owner, I believe. At uh, Rio? No, uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about um, oh, World's Fair. Oh, sorry. Sure. Yeah, sorry. Um, but nice. one time she got in a car crash and her back broke. Oh, gosh. And she actually was there working still with a back brace on the whole time after that. She like, was gone for like a week and was right back there again. Wow. The whole time working with a back brace and like someone crashed into her building, I think, at one point in time. I think it was that. Maybe it was somewhere else. But I think they were open just pretty soon after. They just put, like, some, some over the window and, like, were working. It's like what they do. Yeah. You know, they do take, like, a week off here and there. Like, but yeah, just dedication. Yeah. 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 Do you have any uh, wish list stories, like businesses or people you would love to cover that none of you guys have been? To cover? Um... I don't think so. I think I have more of a wish list of places I've been meaning to get. Like yeah. you mentioned, Savage. I've been wanting to go there. Um, Do you get like a stipend? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think usually the <laughs> traditional restaurant critics, because I mean, an- another thing with that is they usually have like a set number of visits they do before they write the review. Mm. Um, 
so yeah we didn't really have that yeah. that's all right one of the differences we don't have that either yeah it's okay though yes just mere mortals we are that's all right um heather when you think of the word successful who comes to mind for you in terms of like local writers or like food and drink industry could be like any of that any any a little broad question. Oh gosh, you can um, take a moment, I mean, don't. this is probably a cop out, but my boss, Kat, um, I think she's done a really great job at building Feast, um, literally from the ground up, um, and now she's obviously doing her new venture, uh, yeah. Tastemakers, which is a national show, and I think she's just always had a passion for sharing those stories with people, and first on a local scale, now on a national scale. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I would say she comes to mind first, which is kind of nice to yeah. work with someone who is so inspiring. Yeah. Is she uh, in the office these days or is she traveling? She is. Um, kind of a mix of both. Okay. I mean, she, I think she's not, there are a couple months of the year where she's traveling more heavily um, to mm-hmm. film the show, but yeah, she's in the office. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. I mean, what's her management style like? Is she more of a micromanager or more of an empowerer? Um, I'd say empower. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, we have a small staff, so... Kind of have to, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of have to learn how to work together and kind of build each other up. Yeah. Cool. Does she tell you guys, or do you have stories about how how she began it and what it was? Like, I assume it was just her when so she started I it. I honestly really don't, um, because I wasn't really there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of there more for the kind of phase two, I guess, if you will, of kind of growing it into the regional brand. Um, so yeah, unfortunately I don't really have a lot of stories from the early days. Yeah. All right. Well, I know with, uh, I don't know if it was this most recent, uh, magazine or the one that came out before, but you guys kind of had a rebranding of sorts. We did. New stuff going on. Um, so for someone who, was it this most recent one or the It was. Okay. So, um, our new issue actually comes out, um, this coming Friday. So last Friday in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, the redesign, rebrand kind of kicked off with their January issue, kind of new year, new feast, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so physically, uh, you might notice that the actual page is a little bit differently sized. Mm-hmm. I think it's about like an inch or so shorter um so it's a different size and it kind of just gave us the opportunity to say like let's kind of you know we've um done 100 issues we wow. are in our ninth year i think cool. so just kind of an opportunity to rethink things and kind of what are we happy with what are we kind of wanting to do something a little differently so we um if you're familiar with the print magazine, we used to uh, divide things into like dine, drink, shop, and cook. And then we kind of realized, you know, that's not necessarily the way things really fit into, like the categories that things fit easily into. Like sometimes a restaurant has a really great bar program. And so do they fit in dine? Do they fit in drink? Um, So now the new way we organize the content is go out or stay in. So it's kind of Mm -hmm. as it sounds uh, like, Places you're going to go out to around town, breweries, uh, bars, restaurants, versus like stay in, which is obviously home cooking and kind of Hmm. that kind of stuff. So just kind of a new way to approach the content. We've added a couple new sections. Um, There's one called Hot Blocks that kind of 
explores not necessarily an entire neighborhood, but maybe a literal block. Um, the most recent one is Macklin Business District, which obviously I'm sure you guys are oh, yeah. familiar with. Yep. So kind of just a, maybe it's a corner or, you know, just a couple blocks um, where there's just a ton of really great food and drink and you can kind of knock out a bunch of stuff in a really short amount of space. Mm. Cool. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. There's a lot of fun new content. Yeah. Very cool. Um, do you have any books in particular that you have really enjoyed in the past or that you have gifted a lot to people? Um, I will say I just gave my brother a copy of, and his wife, um, Salt, Acid, Fat, Heat. I feel like I always (laughs) get the words in the wrong order. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a cookbook, but it also breaks down like each of those elements and kind of mastering that and like once you master those you can kind of learn to cook anything um so that's something I feel like I've given a lot of people because it is really popular and I feel like it's just really useful Mm -hmm. um book wise I do try to read food stuff um I feel like obviously it helps with work um but a couple years ago ago I read Gabrielle Hamilton she owns Prune in New York um she has a memoir and she I think she actually studied writing and was going to be a writer and then ended up being a chef. So she is very talented in both fields. So it's called Blood, Bones, and Butter, I believe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really liked that. I'm trying to, I always run out of. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. What about uh, magazines? Magazines. Yeah. Um, I mean, I read pretty much everything local in town, um, just because obviously that is really. Waffles is definitely making friends. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, I read everything local in town, and I like to read the local publications um, in the other markets that we cover. Mm-hmm. So like the Pitch in Kansas City or mm. Four and Seven in Springfield. Um, I do like Bon Appetit and Food and Wine. Mm. Um, I would say I think I like food and wine a little better. I think they do a better job of covering places across the country, whereas Bon Appetit seems a little caught up in <laughs> just what's happening in New York and specifically mm. Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved Lucky Peach, but obviously it's no longer. Yes, R. They R. did a really great job. Yeah. What about, uh, do you watch cooking shows? Um, I do, I, I feel like I watch more, um, not necessarily, I guess, competitive. I do love Top Chef, um, but otherwise, I mean, some of the, like, uh, Chef's Table, um, is really good. Yeah, more the documentary style. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. find I like those, um, a little bit more where you kind of get to know, I guess, a little bit more about the people behind the yeah. restaurants. Yeah. Have, did you know that there's a show based off of the salt, fat, acid, heat? I did. I have yeah. not watched it yet. I'm very behind in my Netflix yeah. viewing. I've seen two but... of those episodes. They're very good. I mean, they really go in-depth. And I really love the host, the yeah. author. She's great. She's great, yeah. She's, She's a very great personality. Cool. Yeah, very engaging. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited to watch that. Yes, very cool. What about, like, any other Netflix show, not even food or cooking related? Mm-hmm. Not food or cooking related. Um, I did just start watching you. Um, you. With oh yeah, 
Dan Humphreys from Gossip Girl. Uh Um, I think it was originally a Lifetime show, which probably speaks to why I love it because it's just so (laughs) trashy. Um, But it's like you, like you, a YOU or just you? It's YOU, and then I feel like I saw someone tweet that, but then it's like the greatest marketing ploy ever because you're like, "What did you do this weekend? I watched you. Like, I really need to watch you this Mm. coming week." So, yeah, it's very creepy, hmm. but I've been enjoying that. Is it a horror thing, or...? It's, uh, I mean, it's not really horror. He's, like, a stalker. Also, this oh, is going to sound so weird that that's the show that I picked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, like, Dexter with great shows about yeah, murderers. Yeah, actually, so, so I've heard a lot of people, I haven't watched Dexter, but I've heard a lot of people say it's, like, Gossip Girl meets Dexter, where it's oh. kind mm. of a combination of the two. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Dogs are really making themselves. <laughs> yeah, I never, this ain't the most they've been loving anyone, but you know, Walt is competing for attention because he used oh, to be the yeah. only dog. That's how my dog is. Like, I've dog sat for some friends, yeah. and I'll be like petting the other dog, and he will be across the room, and then all of a sudden he like has to sit on my lap and yeah. be like, <laughs> No, you're not paying enough attention to me. Yes, uh-huh. I'm a baby. Yeah. Poor doggo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cool. You? Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. You don't have a list of questions in front of us. It's yeah, okay. I know. I mean, well, we ask a lot of good questions here. Mm. Yes. I'm yeah. trying to think what else to ask. Uh, there's things I could ask, but it might be a little impertinent about the, you know, sort of business dealings of fees, uh, fees and stuff like that, but so I won't ask that. No. But um, we can cut the front of this. <laughs> but, um, yes, of course. <laughs> but I'm trying to think what else to ask about. I mean, like, oh, man. I keep my mind keeps going to because I used to work like not not for publications but you know making websites and work for a PR and advertising firm so I know a little bit of some of the push and hustle that comes with this type of uh, publications. Sure. And do you keep a pretty good uh, work life ratio or is it just pretty much all you know fees all the time intermixing between the, um, between the stuff? I mean I think you kind of have to and I think that um, so with my job and I mean especially like I mentioned we have such a small staff that there's always something for everyone to do but I think just kind of setting a cutoff of you know I'm done for the day like this can wait till tomorrow Mm because I mean you could be there every night until 10 if you really wanted to and there's always stuff to do but yeah kind of setting those boundaries I think you really have to in order to kind of have a healthy relationship with your work and be excited about your work Mm -hmm. well then I guess I'll, I'll just sort of wrap things up, unless you think of anything else you'd like to say. But, Heather, if people want to find you in person or online, uh, where, where can they find you? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I guess most social media. I'm probably most active on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, where I post a lot of photos of my dog. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my handle is HGRisky. My last name is Risky mm-hmm. with an E. So, yeah. Okay. All right, and then you know, of course, you can find Feast on online and Instagram and all this stuff. It's Feast Mag. It is Feast Mag. Um, I think Twitter and Instagram, and then Facebook. You can just search. Feast. Okay, excellent. So then, my last question for you, hi Heather, tonight <laughs> is: Do you have any uh, final words, thoughts, ask or requests for the folks listening to us? Um, request wise, I mean, I guess I would just say to go out and support your local restaurants. Maybe that sounds silly, but there are so many great restaurants, um, that really depend on people eating out there. Um, 
And I think some people are still kind of stuck in that rut of eating at a lot of chain restaurants, but there are so many great locally owned restaurants um, that need your money <laughs> and mm-hmm. also are making dishes that are probably better than what you would spend at the chain restaurants. Um, so yeah, I mean, just kind of seeking out new places and especially even if it's, you know, somewhere you maybe wouldn't go normally, a neighborhood you wouldn't go to, or maybe a type of food that you're not super familiar with, kind of just being open to trying new things. Cause with so many restaurants in St. Louis, there's, I mean, something for everyone's taste. So mm. yeah. There's a lot to try. Agreed. Yeah? Totally. All right, sign off. That's all we need. (laughs) Heather, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Sorry, I'm getting... (laughs) It's okay. You're getting loved on. Little waffles. They're they're great with it. I like this little sweatshirt. Yeah, it looks... uh... Fits her pretty nicely, and you know, she's a think star. I, I put lotion on, and I'm thinking oh. that, that my dog is the same way. Where I'm like, I didn't put this on just for you to. Oh, but I love it so much. 